We're Robin and Shelby, and you're listening to the Rising Rebel Podcast. Through this podcast, our vision is to empower women to go for their dreams and have the courage to stand in their power. If you are someone who wants to live consciously, explore and shift your mindset, deepen your desire for personal growth, and really rebel against the shoulds and limiting beliefs that are holding you back, you've come to the right place. Here, we dig deep into the journey back to self and uncover that inner knowing that allows us to live from a place of alignment and authenticity. If the universe has placed us in your path, get ready because we're going on a wild and expansive ride. Hello, magical humans. You've got Robin and Shelby here, and we're excited to be back on together. It's been a little while. We've been bringing you guys some guests, and it's been lots of fun, but we're also excited to just be back into the groove. And uh, we are going to talk today a bit about alignment and authenticity. So finding who that authentic self is. We are currently in the middle of our dig in program, which has been unreal so far. And it's never too late to hop in because we record all the modules. You can watch them on replays, but we've been digging into all sorts of kind of programming, subconscious limiting beliefs. And in our last module, we talked about alignment and authenticity and Shelby and I really make an effort when we're putting together any of the teachings that we put out to really distill how it actually played out in our own transformation, not just saying things that sound good, but what actually moved the needle for us? How did it really look when we were going through this ourselves? And one of the things that came to mind, and it's hard sometimes because you're looking back you're looking back in hindsight. And so sometimes it's really hard to distill because the way you think now, the way you feel now, the way you act now is different than when you were really just discovering this for yourself the first time. And so we really try to get back to that place. And we had this kind of aha breakthrough moment when we were talking about this and trying to really figure out when we were discovering and getting crystal clear on who our authentic self was, how did that actually play out? How did we get to that place? And the breakthrough or aha moment that we had was it really came first from getting deep into that future self, getting deep into that visualization of who your future self is. And one of the reasons that this was so useful and so potent for us was that when you're not necessarily feeling your best self, or you know you're not meeting your potential, or you know there are some changes you'd like to make or different ways you'd like to show up in your life, it is really difficult to say with 100% certainty and know it as a truth in your soul, in your body, that you are these things already. So claiming those attributes of your authentic self because we are covered in so many layers, so many layers of conditioning, subconscious programming. And so getting down to that, who your authentic self is, is actually kind of tricky when you first start out. And so we realized that, yeah, it was tricky for us too, but using that future self as a gateway opened up this 
access to us. It basically opened up our ability to see our authentic self and uncover her. Yeah, well, I remember when we were kind of going over the modules and we're like, okay, how do we want to explain this the best? And we like basically we're thinking of the authentic self or I was anyways, I was trying to explain the authentic self as if it was different from the future self. And I was having a hard time being like going in between, you know, she, when I was picturing future self and, and then I, as the authentic self in the moment and Robin's like, wait a second, how did we actually even get to the point where we were just talking about her, like who we are, as if it was, our future self like there was a big time in our life where future self was something that we looked at and i said to her i said to you i said i actually think that i don't even really use my future self anymore and you're like yeah that's because you've like bridged that gap that line between future self and authentic self for you now is so thin and that was like the biggest aha moment we had because i was like no i don't know like i don't really rely on my future self as much anymore and you're like yeah you do it's just that line is so thin now you barely even notice the difference and that was like the coolest feeling ever i'm like oh you're so right there's barely a shift now between what i visioned for myself and what i'm living now like it's really just part of me now and what this makes me think of something that's so similar to this is i am affirmations if you've ever tried I am affirmations and you feel uncomfortable or you feel silly saying them, or when you say them, your bullshit detector is going off saying, that's not true. That's not true. Well, that's not really going to work for you. So a strategy that we suggested in something that's worked for us in our own lives is I am becoming. You basically say these affirmations, I am becoming whatever it is that you are striving to become and just this this adding the becoming rather than i am softens it because then you know it's a truth if you know you are committed to this you can say i am becoming whatever it is that you're trying to become and really believe it but when you say i am as though you already are that thing if you don't really believe it. Or if you do have a shadow of a doubt that that's not really true for you, it's not going to land the same way. And so really shifting from, okay, this is my authentic self. I could say I am all of these things versus saying I am becoming, which is kind of leaning into that future self. That's basically the exact same concept here. It's like when we try on and actually embody these things in our lives, like that future self, you know, really getting into and embodying those qualities, how she shows up, how she acts, you know, how she treats people, what she's doing, all of those things. When we start embodying that now, well, guess what? fake it till you make it, right? Like it's the same sort of theory. We've heard that a million times, fake it till you make it. What does that actually mean? It means embody these things until they become true. Even those I am statements, I am becoming until you can say I am without having any of that, you know, questioning or doubt or, you know, planting those seeds of doubt. Yeah, that's, I think that was definitely the difference for me when 
it's the embodying part that has it's like that practice it's that rehearsal for the play you know when you're playing yourself in the future you're rehearsing that part and then pretty soon you look back and you're like oh i'm actually like that main character like lives within me and it's i hope i like that's how i explain it is like you don't even realize that you are becoming that person until you are that person then you look back and you're like whoa <laughs> that is actually part of i'm not even acting anymore like that is just how i do things and i really think that's been one of the biggest shifts in my life is I started consciously acting like my future self would act. And then, like I said, before you know it, I'm freaking her. And it, there's no, there's no line. There's like, I've just blended into what I was at one time acting. And so I think that's such a big takeaway for you guys listening is, you know, that whole fake it till you make it. I don't know. Sometimes I like that saying, sometimes I don't, but in this case, I really do think that there's a lot of value in it. Um, but part of that is getting crystal clear on that future self. And so, you know, within Dig In, we've actually done some future future self visualizations, gotten our people in there to visualize what that future self looks like. And it actually gives those tangible qualities and helps you understand where you're even going in this process and so that's a really big tool um that if you haven't done before doing you know visualizing that future self and then bringing those qualities into your life now we've talked about that in even in vision boarding right we've talked about living your life with how how you uh sorry living your life as if those things are already part of your life like we talked if you scroll back to some of the og um episodes on vision boarding it's on it's honestly it's the same type of tool right would you would you say that robin's really similar yeah that's exactly what was popping in my head as you were talking it is the same thing because it's about the feelings right so when you visualize your future self it, it really doesn't necessarily matter so much um just the the picture of it it's the feelings like how does she feel in her life and it's like, how does she show up? Those are the feelings. And when you're getting crystal clear on your vision, being able to tap into those emotions, those feelings, what you're desiring is usually tied to feeling. And it's the same thing with the future self, right? And I guess to explain a little bit of the difference is that authentic self sometimes is harder for us to access because of all those layers. But when we talk about your future self, if you desire a quality, if you desire or aspire to be a certain way, well, guess what? That is already within you, which is the authentic self. It's just buried, right? It's buried under that conditioning. It's buried under that programming. It's buried under all these things we were taught to believe about ourselves and about the world and how we see things. And so when we talk about all of this work, personal development, energetics, all being a journey back to self, a remembering, that's why we explain it this way. Because that's in you somewhere is just how many layers of stuff is piled on top of it, right? And with the future self, it's so easy to see that today. You can see it now. You can get into that vision now and really know, okay, well, that's where I'm going. It's almost like that interview thing. Why is it so freaking hard for us to say, these are my strengths in an interview or boast ourselves, or these are my strengths and weaknesses, like to actually see ourselves honestly 
just pure honestly, it's hard. And it's hard to talk about ourselves in that way. But to say, I'm going to be doing these things, or this is my dream, this is my vision, that's way easier for us to access. And it really is because of those limiting beliefs or the stories we've told ourselves. And so what Shelby and I have really been focusing on doing is demystifying some of this stuff. We hear all these words like being thrown around and they sound so nice, like living in alignment or, you know, your authentic self. But what does it actually mean? That's what we're trying to get at. That's what our programs are kind of aimed at doing is really demystifying and kind of taking the veil off those because they aren't untouchable. They aren't something outside of yourself. I think one thing I want to touch on though, because here's the difference between doing a future self visualization and actually like remembering your authentic self as the next piece of that. If you just do, if you just think about your authentic or sorry, you think about your future self and you do like maybe a visualization or whatever. And you say, I am becoming this. And you use these like affirmations, but you never actually put the action step of embodying it you'll miss the mark. Mm -hmm. I really do think that that's Robin and I talk about the blending between self-development and energetics. It's the energetic embodiment piece that is so crucial to the self-development modality. And that's why we're so passionate about the blending of the two, the self-development and the energetics is because one without the other is not as potent. So people are like, oh, I'm saying all these affirmations. I am even taking it that one step further and saying I'm becoming. It's still, in my opinion, not enough if you leave out the embodiment piece. Well, that's the thing. It's all about the feelings and emotions. So if it wasn't, if we didn't care about the embodiment, we could just say I am whatever. All these statements we 100% know aren't true or we don't feel right now. But the reason why that tweak is useful or even the reason why the tweak of using the future self to kind of calibrate to is useful in uncovering your authentic self is because the feeling it gives you is the Mm -hmm. feeling. And so when you have a feeling like, ugh, that doesn't feel good when I say that, or that doesn't feel true when I say that, well, guess what? Then you're not actually embodying it. But when you can really truly get into the feeling and emotion behind it, that embodiment of it, that's what changes the game hundred percent. So I definitely agree. Yeah. And we get to like, remember you and I are so crazy about like the magic stuff. This is, this is literally what brings us to the next level is playing with the energy. And that's the energetic side of this. So if you want to be embodying things, it's literally about calibrating your vibration to your future self. It's an actual energetic shift that happens in your body. And you become an energetic match. Like you've heard us talk about that a little bit, an energetic match to your, you know, whatever you can fill in the blank, whatever you want it to be. In this case, it's going to be that future self becoming your authentic self. Right. And so practice, you know, practice, like actually shifting the energy in your body, that's going to make a huge difference. That's, you know, it's one thing to just say, Oh, I need to embody this, but it's an, you know, going that next step further. We're all about going that next step further and, and really actually practicing this within your body is going to make such a huge difference. hundred percent. And so the knowing what's in alignment for you, knowing what your non-negotiables are, what your values are, what your vision are, that's all really important because then you can identify when things are out of alignment. But when you get 
super crystal clear on that, where you're going and you're just, you know, you are moving towards that with conviction, the universe responds, right? Like you are claiming that for yourself. You are stepping into that and you start showing up and acting and being that in your life. The universe responds. And so you're being that conscious aligned version of yourself. And then the universe starts showing you all these opportunities or these gifts or beautiful things start coming into your life because how you are acting and what you are embodying is changing your frequency and it's making you that energetic match. And so then there, your desires are also magnetized to you. So that's why you see the universe responding to you and these beautiful gifts kind of coming into your life or these opportunities presenting themselves. And so when you show up authentically in every area of your life, your vibration changes. So it's actually hard for us when we're, let's say, hiding pieces of us in certain relationships or showing up as a different version with our friends than we are at work, than we are with our family. And it's almost like when you when you have all of these in alignment, there is basically a cord, an energetic cord connecting you to this future self, this vision for your life that you're dreaming of. So let's bring a little Dr. Joe dispense into this for a second, because what's popping into my head is something that is really helpful. And again, we are actually talking about this in dig in uh, module three. So if you want to know more inside dig in, we're going to really deep dive into this, but the brain, the body doesn't know the difference between rehearsing something and actually living it. And so that rehearse, like when you're rehearsing that inside of your body, the body doesn't know whether you're in that situation or not. And that's how you calibrate. That's how you change. Like, can you speak on that a little bit? Because I, you're more of like the Dr. Joe, but do you know, you know what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. So the thoughts that you have today are creating your reality, right? And so we have all these subconscious thoughts. We've talked about this and we'll continue talking about this time and time again because it's so potent and valuable for everyone to really understand and and grasp this so that you're able to make real changes. But if 95% of your life is on autopilot and it's just playing out all the old beliefs, all the stuff that we were taught from when we were kids, not much is going to change. But when we start utilizing that 5% of our conscious thought to basically tap in to even the stuff we're talking about today, like tap in to what's in alignment with you, who your authentic self is, the qualities of your um, future self that you're trying to embody, and you start filtering your thoughts through that lens, when limiting beliefs come up, when these old beliefs, old programs that you really don't resonate with anymore come up, you can start to identify them. So the first step to becoming mindful is having awareness that you're even having the thoughts anyways. So once you have the awareness and mindfulness that you're having the thought, well, guess what? Now you can run it through that conscious filter and say, hey, I've 
become really clear on where I want to go in my life, the, the qualities that I want to embody, how I want to show up, how I want to treat people, how I want to actually feel in my life. And this thought, this belief that keeps cropping up for me or keeps arising in these situations is not in alignment. So now I'm going to choose again. And that's where the reprogramming happens, right? And so when you're reflecting on these thoughts, you get to choose. Is that the old version of you? Are there, are, is this a version of you that you no longer resonate with and you're trying to move forward on a different path? Well, guess what? You get to choose, but you can't choose unless you notice it in the first place. So that's where it comes in. And like even all these amazing, you know, sports, you know, like Tiger Woods or whoever, they're doing that dress rehearsal that Shelby talked about. They are going through, okay, well, how do I want this to look? How is it going to play out and getting really deep into how it's going to look and really getting into those, how it's even going to feel, how's the club going to feel in your hand or whatever. And it is potent. There is, there's, this is science backed and it's being used more and more. And so it's not just something like fun to talk about. Oh, guess what? You get to embody that version of yourself. No, it's actually being practiced and it has been for a long time, but that dress rehearsal, that kind of getting into those feelings now, it actually works. It actually makes a difference. And so that's part of demystifying all of this. It's not something that you know, certain people can access and certain people can't. It's, are you putting the attention and awareness and mindfulness into doing it? Yeah, it's kind of hard work. It's easier just to trot along in your day the way you always have. Sure, that's easy, but is it going to get you the life you want? Well, probably not. If you don't have the life right now, if you're not living the reality that you're really dreaming of, well, that's because you haven't done these things. It's the thoughts in the past have not been aligned with your authentic self, with your, you know, conscious aligned self, because if it were, then you would be living your dream life right now. Yeah. And that's, thank you for that clarification. Cause I was trying to pull that out of my head and it wasn't coming out properly, but it's that, um, mental rehearsal part that really clicked for me, uh, with Joe, Joe Dispenza saying basically like when you rehearse these kind of things, your body doesn't know whether it's true or not. And so that when you, when that situation does come up, your body's like, oh, sweet, we've already been there, done that. We know exactly what to do. And it just, it just goes on and it rewires that pattern. So that's the tool that I found so amazing to use. And we have to remember these neural pathways, think of them as, you know, if you're out in the forest and there's a path that keeps getting used and it's kind of, there's a groove in it, right? It's kind of dug into the forest floor and you can tell you've been down that path so many times. It's well trod. And so it's the same thing with these thoughts. It's so much easier just to kind of go down those same paths, just like a luge. It takes you right down there. You've been there a million times. Your brain recognizes this and it knows where to go. So when you're trying to change things, like using that dress rehearsal or using that as a tool, well, guess what? If you're in a triggered state or you're in a moment where you would normally just keep going down that path, just following that groove that you're used to, that neural pathway that you've gone a million times before, well, it's really hard from that place to just suddenly choose something different, to break new ground. 
So that's where the dress rehearsal also comes back in. It's like you get to choose from a really resourced, balanced, calm place what you're going to do in that situation next time it comes up so that you can instantly just grab for it rather than trying to develop that or create it or come up with it, come up with a new solution on the spot when you're not feeling your best self, where you're feeling um, dysregulated and maybe, you know, you've got all these emotions running or whatever it might be. And so when you can get that sort of dress rehearsal or choosing these new thoughts, choosing these new beliefs when you're in a really good state, then it helps you live in alignment. It helps you show up authentically. And what that really means, what what being in alignment we're talking about means, it's that your thoughts, your intentions, the actions you take, that inspired action you're taking towards your vision, how you show up every day, how you interact with everyone that you're in relationship with is aligned and on track with that big vision. And so you can call that your future self or whatever, but it's aligned with your truth. It aligns, it's aligned with what you're wanting to embody with what you're trying to call in with your life. And that being clear on that allows you to stand in your power, not just with other people, but also with yourself. So catching yourself and saying, Hey, wait, nope, that I'm not going down that path again. I've been down that path. I know where it leads. I'm choosing again. The biggest takeaway I'm kind of getting out of this for people who are listening is probably the first step to, if, you know, if you're listening to this thinking, you know, my life is just not going exactly how I thought it would, or I'm not really enjoying it. I'm feeling drained. Life should be, you know, that whole should red flag that life should be different. I think the first step is really getting clear on what you actually want. And I don't know if people take enough time to like really get into what do I want for my life? If I, if I get back into that driver's seat of my life, what does it, what does it look like having like that clear path so that you'll actually know when you're in alignment or not? Cause some people I think don't even realize when they're out of alignment because they actually don't have the bigger picture for themselves. Yeah. I think that we just kind of become adults and then life gets busy and we don't actually take any Mm -hmm. time to contemplate this stuff. Have you ever stopped and journaled or spent time contemplating where your beliefs came from, how you were taught to believe, you know, certain people were supposed to, supposed to in quotations act or should, you know, where did all this stuff even come from? And so that's exactly why, like, we've dug into this stuff ourselves for so many years, like putting ourselves in rooms, putting ourselves in workshops, taking courses, it is intentional, right? And that's what we are trying to bring through our work, like through the programs that we're offering is carving out space and kind of guided contemplation into these things so that you don't just go down those same pathways. You don't just kind of stay on the same track you've always been if it's something that you're wanting to change up. And it we've approached this from every which way we've been doing this work when we're having a really hard time or doing it when we're feeling freaking lit up by our lives. And I'm telling you that there is wisdom, there is knowledge, there is growth at every stage. And so it's just going deeper. So when you're, you have a certain bandwidth, right? And so 
when you're approaching it from maybe a place of not feeling your best or going through a really challenging time, well, you're going to get a certain amount of growth that's going to get you out of that, right? And then if you revisit even the exact same thing, even the exact same contemplation, journal prompts, whatever it might be, the exact same work, you're going to get a completely different depth to it when you do it five years later. Yeah. And I think, I mean, if I could just shameless, shamelessly plug our workshop or our program, it's like some, for some people, the stuff we're saying may not be absolutely revolutionary. You may have heard it before, but putting yourself in this room, it's like this energetic shift shift that happens when you actually put yourself into a program like something like soul on fire or dig in and you you stay committed there's something different about having something to follow and actually following through because i i spent so many years of my life before this like just willy-nilly like ooh, reading a chapter of a book like not really doing anything about it and then like taking a little bit of something and not really doing anything about it but where programs and you know, masterclass and all these things that we're providing now actually make the difference is doing the work, the actual integration piece that we are very heavy on. So I think, like I said, if I could just, you know, that's the difference between even listening to a podcast. Sure. You're going to get some information out of this podcast. Absolutely. We're going to say a lot of, you know, some things that might shift your brain, but it's the programs, the actual deep working that really makes the difference. And I think too, it's the combination of things. Okay, sure. Everything that we've ever even talked about on this podcast, we, it's not brand new. Like teachers and leaders have been talking about this stuff for decades uh, or even longer, right? A lot of it actually comes originally from ancient wisdom, but it's the combination of how that has worked for us in our own lives, or, you know, I do think that there's so much space for so many different people doing this work because certain people are going to resonate with you more than others. You will finally hear something said in a way that one person says it, and it's going to click for you. And so if I can just mention, like we've been talking about alignment and all of this stuff a lot, and we've talked about intuition before and being able to kind of trust your gut on these things. If I can give one short example of alignment for me, it's usually when everything's working out. Like when these things that you've been dreaming of, or even sometimes really big things just flow and all fit into place easily. Well, guess what? That's because it's in alignment. And I won't go into too much detail on this, but for example, when we bought our house, it was honestly the easiest thing ever. We had been searching for months, looking at so many houses, all of this stuff. Long story short, we bought our house on a private sale. We went to see it at like nine o'clock at night and we had texted them back with an offer at like 10. And by 1030, we had it all settled and there was like barely even going back and forth. It was just worked out so easy. We stepped in the house. We're like, "Mm -hmm, yep, this is ours. No questions asked. And then it was so easy. There weren't even any realtors involved. And we just went back the next day, signed all the paperwork and it was seamless. Like the whole thing was seamless, even like everything, every aspect of it. And that, I mean, that's a really big thing for most people. That's the biggest purchase you'll ever make in your life. And it happened like this, right? And so 
when these big things happen that just flow so easy, they almost feel like a little bit too easy. That's when I know it's in alignment. There's no resistance. There's no internal conflict about any of it. It just flows. Yeah, it's, it becomes like way more obvious too when things are flowing. Sometimes you're like, um, is this my life? Like it, it could, it's, you're like, this came too easy, like too, uh, what's the word? Like too good to be true. <laughs> like yeah. Sometimes I ask myself like, this feels too good to be true, but I'm like, ah, whatever. I'm just going with it. And then often it turns out amazing. So yeah, it's, there's so much, I mean, Frig, we could talk about this topic for hours and hours and hours. Like there's just so many good nuggets to say about it. But if you guys want to know more, like I said, we are talking in way more depth inside dig in. It's not too late to get into this program. It's on for an amazing price of only two twenty two. Um, and so, yeah, we've got that going and what else, Robin, what else do we need to share anything else with our audience? I think that's the main thing for now. And it's just a little reminder. If you are kind of following along, but you haven't necessarily dabbled in it, we even share lots of like tips or tools and things to try on our Instagram as well. So if that's kind of out of reach for you right now, just actually make a practice of embodying, like doing the actual work. When you see these things, don't just scroll through to the next thing and let it pass. Either set it aside for yourself to do later or stop in the moment and actually do whatever is being suggested. Just try. What's the worst that's going to happen? And so really it's the integration that's going to change your life. It's going to change the way you think. It's going to change the way you see the world. And so as much as you can, just try to get into the integration, carve out a little bit of time for yourself. You're definitely worth it. And we don't spend enough time carving out time to do that type of stuff. Yeah. Don't fall into the gratitude, schmatitude attitude <laughs> like I did years ago. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to previous episodes because it will explain more. But if you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. I think that's wonderful. And so if you can this week, I'm just going to invite you to do one thing, just to contemplate one thing, either a journal journaling on, you know, who that future self is, maybe go on YouTube and do a future self visualization or think about some of those things or practice gratitude or spend a whole day paying attention to your thoughts and especially those limiting beliefs or negative self-talk. So those are a few things you can try on this week and we hope you guys have a wonderful week and we are so freaking excited because we have the best guest coming on next week. We're going to leave it a little bit of a surprise, but oh my gosh, we are is so yeah. excited. Okay, we will see you guys next week. Enjoy the rest of your day. If you've made it to the end of this episode, that means you're committed to expanding your mindset, shifting your beliefs, and the journey back to self. We are so honored and absolutely grateful to have you along for the ride. If you enjoyed this conversation, please help us spread the message by sending this episode to a friend. The Rising Rebel is dedicated to creating a paradigm shift where women remember how truly magical and innately worthy they are. See you next week. And remember, empowered women are good for the world. 